You're now tuned in to Flavor in Your Ear. Flavor in Your Ear. Have, okay, cool. Yeah, and have better sexual experiences and things like that. And, you know, that's that's what it is because, yeah, you can go. To, and there's nothing wrong with going to the gym. And, you know, yeah, like you said, it's go with confidence and loving yourself and, you know, things like that, yeah. too. But you shouldn't die yourself if you don't look like, you know, a freaking model or you don't look like, you know, some Sports Illustrated cover figure, you know, uh, by going to the gym, you're doing it for yourself. And love of self is something that, you know, me personally, I like someone who's confident in themselves. I don't care what you rocking or flaunting. I'm not going to lie to you. If you're confident in it, confident in it, that alone gives me about 40 to 50 percent of attraction to me personally i love that and mm-hmm. i love that you are so self-aware of like mm-hmm. how your attraction works because very few people are that aware of like how mm-hmm. their attraction works and i want all the women listening to just be like amanda said that but <laughs> 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 so like because i think sometimes women think oh well i have to be a certain way for men or whatever and i think men are so much less tough on us than we are on ourselves yes um, i think so yeah. I, I, I truly i truly so so that's I mean it's a good conversation to have. Like I've some some of these things I've never thought about until we had this conversation. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about my own self. You, you know, you know, so that's why I like the conversations. And I'm we know the topic that we're gonna talk about. We don't know how deep we're gonna get into it or where we're gonna go, but that's the good thing about these conversations. I think that everyone can enjoy, you know, an honest conversation, right? So yes. let's get to this though, because we can't we can't not get to this. <laughs> Now I looked at your profile and I said, "Oh man!" And I saw that one word right there, "kinky, kinky." I was like, "Uh oh!" I was like, "Hold on!" I have my little notepad. I said, "Let's put let's put it on the list and let's start. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and shoot our email and see if we can make this make this happen." So yeah. I yeah, would be uploaded my kink, one of my kink videos to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the video too. I, I watched everything. I said, yeah. "Okay." I said, "Okay." I said, "You know what?" Let's have this conversation. So, I would be. I, I love that you know. Lo- <laughs> I love that we get into it, and I'm learning about you because I you know I don't want to just say oh, as soon as I as soon as you I introduce you, let's talk about kinky shit. No, I don't want to do that. No, no I, I don't want to do that. You know, that's not me. And I feel like now that we. <laughs> I love it. Yes, that is such a great analogy. I love it. So, yeah. So, and a lot of people. Have to, some people got to learn to warm up as well. So. Kinkiness, right? Kinkiness, PDS, and whatever it may be, right? What is what is your take on kinkiness? And you know, you've probably experienced and seen a lot of different outlooks on kinkiness and things like that. So, what is your general synopsis? You know, all based on your experiences about kinkiness, BDSM, all those different expressions that are not the normal popular you know they are popular because i I looked up some stats that people do look at it but they just don't they don't say it out loud but you know the mainstream you know the mainstream you know different yeah it's you know it's interesting i'm glad you're asking this question because i feel like kink and bdsm are really trending Mm -hmm. um and then i would say open relationships too um i think people are getting more comfortable there's a there's an interesting book i went to a training um with justin lane miller he's a um researcher on sex and he has a book tell me what you want and somewhere in there i'm probably going to misquote the statistics so don't hold me to this but it was kind (laughs) of like at least it was like 96% of people have like had a kink or BDSM fantasy at some point in their life. Mm. So I think like knowing that, I think everyone could just be like, okay, cool. I'm normal. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> I think exactly 
exactly like you're saying, mm-hmm. like people just don't always talk about it, you know, or people might make judgy comments because they're uncomfortable with it for themselves. But I think once we're aware, like, okay, so like if someone makes a judgy comment, that's just their discomfort. That's nothing about me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that can be helpful, but yeah, the stats on how many people are actually incorporating kink and BDSM, those are pretty high too. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's not just in the fantasy realm anymore. And uh, so I think it's great. One of the things I love about kink and BDSM is that you're kind of, I almost think of it as like subverting the culture or like, like reclaiming pleasure in sort of like a twisted way or something like that. Um, So I think people can play with a lot of things like gender roles, for example, that um, maybe it's not super like PC in the culture. Mm-hmm. So people are playing with taboos. People are playing with, um, yeah, things that they find erotic and taboo is like a huge quadrant of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun working with people who, you know, are kinky and exploring that. I sometimes get couples where one person's more kinky and one person's not so kinky. And then like, how do we navigate that? So that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's what's your definition of of, of kinky? What you, what what's kinky? What's what what's kinky? Well, you know that's that's it's, it could be an umbrella word. So let's just be more specific. What what do we say kinky? Well, when you say kinky, or well, what's kinky? What what's some what's some examples of kinky? To be honest, because we can like the idea is like there's vanilla and there's kinky, right? And so vanilla is something that's kind of socially agreed upon as being like acceptable. Mm -hmm. So I think of like rounding the bases, right. That's sort of like, it's like, Oh, making out. And then maybe like feeling boobs and butts and then like touching genitals and like Mm -hmm. hand jobs and fingering and, you know, oral sex and intercourse. So I would say like all that stuff Mm -hmm. is going to be socially acceptable, vanilla, Mm -hmm. what people kind of expect. I think, I think a big part of it is a social script um, but things change because it's all culturally defined. So maybe anal sex used to be considered more kink and BDSM. Now is maybe a little bit more like mainstream vanilla-ish, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere in between. So I think really seeing, I see it as a spectrum, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like kind of up to people to define for themselves, like, oh, I'm a little more on the vanilla side. Or like, I really identify as kinky or I like to, I like to dabble, you know? Um, but it's yeah, it's it's not like neatly categorized. Like, but I, w- I would think is something anything that's not in the vanilla, everyone agrees on it category. So vanilla, you saying it's like you know just the main checklist, the top ten things that everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know, lack of experience or, or with experience that they just say, oh, these are the things. kissing, you know, yeah, you know, doggy really? missionary, you know, the regular the regular stuff, yeah. right? Right, right. Yeah, maybe maybe like sensual or romantic mm-hmm. or sexual stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but if I think I think King can be DSM play a lot more with the the mental dynamics too. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole power exchange thing I think is really interesting. The idea of somebody being more dominant or submissive, but some of that could definitely be in a vanilla relationship too, where someone just tends to be more of the initiator or someone tends to be more submissive and it's not maybe a named or defined power exchange, but there's still often some, some dynamics there. So I, I, you know, it's just kind of like, how far do you go with these things? I think is the question. (laughs) Which leads to, I would say, I've been more of an open mind. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm not saying that, 
everyone has a closed mind, but you have to gradually open your mind to be able to tailor your experience to explore new things and, you know, venture out and do different things if that's what you desire. If you are fine with, if you're fine with one through three or one through five, that's okay. If you have a hell of a time each time, that's okay. But we're speaking for those because I I do see, you know, I I dabble in and out social media and I see people like, oh, it's boring. Oh, you know, we've done the same thing. And you think about it. If people, there's some people that are in relationships, they're in relationships for multiple years, you know, for years over years. So we all like to be challenged and try new things and, you know, things like that to keep ourselves engaged and inspired and, you know, all those things. So I don't have a problem with, you know, creativity and, you know, yes. you know, doing something. I'm not saying you have to do every uh, 100 kinky things, but you know, sometimes you may want to just take two or three things and switch it up sometimes. And that's okay. And, and that's why, like I said, I going to continue to harp on these conversations because we need to let people know that it's okay. You need to, need to let people know it's, it's okay. okay. And I think of sex as a form of self-expression and mm-hmm. people, and I think it is creative. So I appreciate you using that word. So it's like, how do you want to express yourself and like what feels authentic and like what does it for you? So some people are going to be more sensual and some people are going to be more kinky and some people are going to want, you know, those mental dynamics of power play or the feeling, you know, of bondage. Um, I feel like I should also define the letters in BDSM for people. So bondage, Please do so. discipline, <laughs> the D could be like discipline or dominance um, sadism or submission and masochism. So um, I think of BDSM as being like a subset of kinky okay. because there's things that are not officially BDSM, like fetishes that would still be kinky True. Um, True. or even a role play mm-hmm. might not be BDSM, but would fall under a kinky umbrella. Or even people might think like using certain toys might be kinky. So um, or like exhibitionism, voyeurism, you know, maybe mm-hmm. aren't going to be as much of the BDSM, but would still be kinky. So I think of kinky as being kind of the broader umbrella. But um, I did want to kind of break down the BDSM for people because I think that's a big core yeah. of, you know, kink activities, too. Okay. I think I did remember like a question that you said you would know the great answer to. What are, if, okay, we're not going to go to too many, but what if you said, uh, let's say, a uh, top two books that you'd say that you recommend someone to read to, you know, gather more knowledge or to, you know, increase their knowledge on, you know, anything sex related improvement what would you recommend based on i know you probably read a lot of articles websites thing about a student is i know we have a lot of information to us but i know it's kind of like on the spot question on the spot question it may change you know later on but right now what do you think if you recommend to someone out there listening say hey go read this or read this outside of saying come to me heather shannon because i can help you out (laughs) you know what would you say they can read on their spare time to get a little bit more knowledge and get better I will give a book title, but I also would say like sex is so much more experiential. Okay. And okay. I think that there's other ways to explore it aside from a book. I like the idea of books for like challenging the way we think about sex mm-hmm. and helping us become more aware of that. Mm-hmm. But people I think might be better served going to a workshop. Like when I lived in Chicago, um, they have the pleasure chest and they would offer free workshops to the community on anything from, you know, how to squirt when you orgasm Mm -hmm. to, you know, sex magic 
to um, you know, gender non-conforming sex toys. And so it was, it was cool. And they would have one, like, I think every week um, or a couple times a month or something. So I don't know what's going on now, like post pandemic and, you know, what's online and what's still in person, but those are great options. Um, a lot of cities also have, you know, dungeons or some kind of uh, gathering place for people in sort of like the kink BDSM community. So a lot of them will give, you know, like a free tour to like newcomers or we'll do like a trial membership or we'll also offer free educational workshops where you can actually get some safety information on like um, shibari and tying people with rope or breath play, which can be a little riskier and like for understanding, even for communicating about risk level. Cause when you're getting into some more, you know, kinky or BDSM stuff, some of it does carry uh, a physical and emotional risk level. And so like, how do you communicate mm-hmm. and consent and ha- be risk aware um, and informed? So I, I love those kinds of um, workshops. Cause then it also ties you into like a community of people. Mm-hmm who you can learn from or, you know, Mm -hmm. potentially new partners and stuff. So um, that's something to think about. And I know not everyone's going to be comfortable going to a dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) um, But, you know, these things are out there and a lot of the events are fully closed, just educational stuff. So putting that out there. Um, But that said, I really uh, appreciate Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are. It's, I feel like it's a very popular one in the the sex therapy community. Um, You know, I've seen her talk about it live. um, And it's great because it, it really helps remove shame and stigma. And she's kind of like, are you normal? Yes, we're all normal. Does that mean we're all the same? No, you know? so that's helpful. And she talks about uh, even like as a baby is developing and how genitals develop and how mm-hmm. um, the labia are made of the same tissue that, you know, turns into testes for people who have, you know, male sexual organs. So it's it's really interesting. And it helps you kind of just like understand your body better. And she okay. talks about, you know, pubic hair and, yeah. um, you know, just stuff where you're like, oh, like I didn't think we mm-hmm. to talk about that, you know, like to kind of your point that you've brought up a few right. times. It's like, oh, we can talk about that. Or like, <laughs> yeah. this is normal, like where my hair is growing or something. Because right. um, like all this stuff gets skipped over and like growing up, like no one like actually gets into the stuff that mm-hmm. impacts how we feel about ourselves. So, so she actually gets into it, which is great. And she talks about, you know, libido and she talks about you know are you sexually um uh, spontaneous in your desire or Mm. responsive um so really understanding like do do you just kind of get horny out of nowhere or is it like there has to be a sexual stimuli where it's like Mm -hmm. ooh, you see someone who you find attractive or you watch a show that has a sexual theme to it or you're listening to audio erotica or something like that so i i really like it for helping people understand themselves get rid of shame and stigma and solve some of the common sexual problems and just change how you think really uh, i love it i truly love it i can feel your <laughs> genuineness and honesty and i, I hope that I'll, i hope to bring it out of you because i can feel it i don't know if you all can feel it listening but i can feel it like she's really honest and she's being straightforward about just her thoughts and that's what i want to do right we don't always have to have the right words at the right time but that's what podcast this is why i podcast because i said i want to find experts and people with experiences and make them feel just like normal people and just you know elaborating on whatever it is that they specialize in maybe finance sex you know life anything in general because 
we can all learn from something, right? And the key, us as adults, right? We're adults. We have all this experience. We're not like 20 or 19, no knocking anyone at those young ages. But, you know, we have experiences, and I think experience is the best teacher. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me personally, right? So we don't all have to. We don't all have to repeat the same mistakes. Or maybe it took me like ten years to learn, or it took you six years to learn. Maybe the next person hears this episode, it take them two years to learn. And that's where we show, you know, growth, improvement, and we help each other, you know, in aspects of life. Which I'm all about life. You know, we don't know about the other side of life, so I enjoy as much as mm-hmm. I can, as much as I can now while we're here. So, yes. so Heather, here we go. I'm about to put you in the spot with this one. I'm about to put you in the spot with this one. Okay. Oh my goodness. First reaching out to me after I answered this question. <laughs> because Marques, this is a hazard of being a sex therapist. I get sometimes it. Sometimes you people who are not are not going to be someone kinkier than you, and there's always going to be someone. Uh, no, we're, we're talking about just 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 for you. If if you had to rate yourself yeah. on a scale. Yeah, but I mean, I actually think um, I'm kind of glad you brought it up because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did actually like come out to my family as mm-hmm. being kinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think there's uh, the reason I came out is because I was like attending some of these events and I like, my mom said, Oh, what are you doing later today? And I was like, uh, something up or like whatever. And then I hung up the phone and I was like, this didn't feel good to like, and I think what I realized was I was denying kind of like denying who I am or acting shameful about it or acting like this is something that needs to be hidden. This is something that you're not supposed to talk to people about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do I want my mom to know? No. No. (laughs) Do I want to have to hide it or lie? No, that felt more uncomfortable for me. So I called her back Mm -hmm. and I was just like, listen, I don't really need your opinion on this. I don't really need like any kind of like questioning or approval, but like, I just don't want to lie to you. And so this is what I'm actually doing later today. Um, Kudos to you. And it felt good. And she was kind of like, okay, I appreciate you not lying. I don't really want to know. Sounds kind of weird to me. I hope you're being safe. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta gotta love mom. (laughs) So I was like, okay, yes, very safe. Don't worry. But um yeah. So, so I, I do actually think it's an important topic for people that like feel like they can be accepting, you know, there's kind of been the whole like coming out thing about uh, obviously gender and sexual orientation, but not as much with kinky BDSM. And I also feel like people don't need to know what happens behind closed doors, but I also feel like it's not something you have to hide or be sneaky about or feel shameful about. Which is good. That's you, you want to be yourself. I think you feel so much better openly being yourself, you know, sexuality, yeah. you know, uh, sexual preference, anything like that. I think it feels so much better not having to hide and seclude and change who you really are. Yeah. Right. So that's, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's a good thing. So Heather, you've been so much fun. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, you know, this is just me thinking out loud. Like you're not one of those one session type of people, you know, like it's just a fun conversation. And I feel like any topic I could bring you, you probably have a great outlook and fun on it, which is, which is good, which is, which is good. You know, some people, and I'm not knocking any of my prior guests or anything like that. You know, some people are like this conversation is a one and done and it's cool and it's okay. <laughs> and, and, and that's, and that's, that's okay. But I really feel like you can resonate with a lot of people and I hope, you know, wish you well and, you know, everything that you're doing, I'm going to try my best to promote, you know, use a person because if you can get on this, platform with me and have a natural conversation and I'm and they they hear me all the time so they know how when I'm in the comfort zone of the lack of words okay. you know that 
it's a good conversation. It's a really good conversation. You're funny, you're engaged, you're honest. And those are all of the tools to make a great therapist, you know, that people want to listen to, you know, the people I would reach out to because it's all about that trust level. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot different when you come on airwaves and have to speak to somebody who, you know, but you don't know, you know, but you're having this conversation about this subject that you, you know, it's, it's a lot of layers to go into it. So it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool and fun. So Heather, before we, before we wrap up and things like that, how can all of these great listeners find more of you, uh, the social media website, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever you may have can, this is your moment to let everybody know how to get more of Heather Shannon. Yeah, that's so sweet. I appreciate all your kind words too. Um, so my website is just my name, heathershannon.co. Um, I am going to put together a little freebie guide for people on how to kind of get their mojo back. Ooh. So that will be there. Um, and then my Instagram is at Heather A. Shannon. Um, and then I do have a YouTube channel. It's, I don't know how to find it, to be honest. <laughs> I get <laughs> it. I get it. Um, And then I have a TikTok too. And the TikTok is at Heather Shannon LCPC. The the LCPC is licensed clinical professional counselor in case anyone's wondering. Okay. Sly flex. Um, Sly flex. Okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, you all definitely go out support Heather. Uh, I'm going to follow Instagram after our episode in a little while, you know, just cause I, I do that. That's I, I support everybody who comes past the show. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, we'll have all of her information in our show notes, which I'll give from her after our session. Very fun time. I love the energy she has. And you all know I'm, I'm very picky with who I bring to this platform. I'm not like Joe Rogan or anybody, but I'm still very particular about who I can have a conversation with because you have to fit, you know, and I feel like she's a great fit and she explains what she specializes in in a fun and engaging way. And why wouldn't you want to talk to her? Why wouldn't you want to learn anything from her? Like, that's just like, like a no brainer, right? Like, you know, like I've me listened to other people and experiences has helped me open up and to explore myself a lot. So I'm trying to help others through this podcast and through, you know, whenever I can, you know, when I'm not, with the primary job, uh, just getting our voices out there. So thank you so much, Heather, for joining me. Thank you for making time because like I said, we are all parts of the world. We're using all types of mediums to communicate. We try to use Squadcast, all types of difficulties. We were late, but she's here in the conversation. I feel like, God, I'm so happy we had it because everything tried to, you know, make it complicated. And my mood could have been crazy because I was, you know, frustrated with, technology but we had a great engaging and form informative conversation that i feel like everybody can benefit from so thank you heather from the bottom of my heart i really thank you for making your time available um every guest that i have i truly appreciate i don't make it like corporate or you know anything like that i really appreciate you and i will reach out to you for further details to include in the show notes before we uh, release this episode and everybody please support is free you can give her a like you can give her a follow uh if you don't have to you know get in her program i would suggest you do but you know if you, <laughs> i would suggest you do because hey look we all need everybody needs help sometimes everybody needs like a boost or knowledge or someone to help them out so don't don't feel ashamed about that that's, that's okay but if you don't want to and you're not comfortable yet, follow her. You know, see what she talks about. Uh, look more into her website and see the things she can offer you. 
and I think that you'd be better off than you did before you found out about it. So, any closing, <laughs> any closing words, Heather, for our audience before we wrap this up? You like this was delightful, <laughs> and I feel like you're such a genuine person. I can tell you just like really care about having these real conversations and also kind of helping to get rid of shame and stigma around sexuality. So, um, it's just cool to meet like-minded people. And thanks for having me. No worries at all. So, hey, thank you all, my Flavor in Your Ear community, podcast, fellow podcasters, listeners. We appreciate you all's time. As you all know, we have genuine good conversations, and I love doing this, and this is going to keep me from doing, keep me doing this 100 more episodes, you know, whenever I can. So, I thank everybody for listening. You all have a safe night, morning, or afternoon, wherever you are in the world, and we will catch you all on the next one. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.